And welcome back to Night Kids After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Yano Nick, followed by BTG Hello. and Lily Masumi. Hello. Um, today is May 18th, 2023, and I want to say thank you all for being here and tuning in. Uh, today... <laughs> Why do you freeze sorry. like that? <laughs> I had a moment. It's like he froze in the earth from your. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mute. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm glad to have everyone here. Uh, I am too. How's everyone doing? You know, my energy was my energy was kind of low coming into the episode, but now that it started, I'm excited again. So yeah, what do you guys do to get your energy up? I'll be honest with you, doing push-ups and um, playing video games really does help with me. Get your energy up. I mean, it keeps me awake. I wouldn't say yeah, keeps my gets my energy up. Uh, I don't know. Uh, oh dang, my camera phone. I have no idea. <laughs> I say drugs. No, what <laughs> that. Yep. And that's enough small talk. <laughs> today's stories include <laughs> um today's stories include oh my gosh. See how I'm treated. <laughs> Look, oh, you can man. have your drugs. Please have as many as you like. I just want you to I mean it's a it's a slow news week. Not it's, really. Just kidding. I was about to say you got Mortal Kombat 1 trailer, some gremlin news, GTA 6 maybe coming sooner than we think. And more because this is Night Kids After Dark. Yeah, this is Night Kids After Dark podcast where gamers discuss gamer things every Monday and Thursday at 8 30 p.m. Eastern, right here on twitch.tv slash team night kids. Uh, if you guys don't want to watch live, you can always catch us later on youtube.com slash team night kids 682, or you can listen on podcast services around the globe by searching the four words Night Kids After Dark. And remember, if you like that show at or like the show ad free and, you know, keep us in business, go ahead and hit that sub button. Oh, housekeeping. Any housekeeping? Actually, Yana, you should talk about the segment that you were, you know, you just popped up in your head. I know it's not finalized, but give us a kind of a short idea of what you want to do with it. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it. So. Since we do not have Rainbow Kisses Pot of Gold uh, at the moment, uh, I was thinking, what well, what are some things we can do? Because everyone seems to really enjoy getting to the pot of gold. So I wanted to come up with something that allow for you guys, our listeners and viewers, to be able to, you know, interact and tune in and, and kind of have be a part of the, the, the discussion. And I was thinking... You know what we could do since we have two podcasts during the week, Mondays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. here on on Twitch and all your Spotify and, and iTunes. Why not talk about the games that came out this week or came out recently and try to pit them against one another and whether or not you guys at home actually would play this game or this game? They don't have to necessarily be related, but it would be cool to hear y'all thoughts. Um, this week's game that I was looking into is Ten Hearts. It's on the Xbox, and apparently it's also on PlayStation. Versus 
Humanity, uh, which just recently came out. I'm not sure if anyone else has heard of Humanity, but I am quite curious to find out how uh, you guys, if you have even heard of either game, Ten Hearts or Humanity. Oh, interesting. Nope. So you want to put them against each other, like, as far as, like, what would we rather play? Yeah, like, which one has, like, I, it would be more so which game has better play replayability? Which game would you recommend to a friend? Would you actually p- purchase this game? Or would you just, uh, can, you know, borrow it from a friend, even though in today's digital era, it's hard to borrow games? Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I wish games were free, all of them. <laughs> then i could actually tell you i mean based off looks i haven't looked looked into 10 hearts like recently but or like at all to be honest i can't remember it but i'm sure when i look at it i'll have an idea but i'm already pretty stoked about humanity because it just reminds me of like a newer lemmings and i loved lemmings when it came out puzzle games are great and i like that it's a dog that you're playing and you're moving people around Sheep people, shepherd. <laughs> I like it. Like it. You're you're a shepherd. Control those sheep, you sheeple. <laughs> you sheeple. Oh, oh like that sheep game. Oh, what was it? The game that we was playing where we were like lamb god and was fighting all the other gods and oh, cult of the lamb. Switch. Cult of the yes. lamb. Did you play the new expansion? No. Was it free? I haven't either. Yeah, it's free. It's a free update. Cool. Your, your camera's off now, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, I had to pause it so it can update. Got you, got you, got you. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, let's figure out how we're actually going to work that, like, make it a whole segment, how, like, you know. Because I wish, I wish we had some monies so we could buy the game for everybody and then play them those weeks. And then, like, or at least select a couple people out of the group to play them who have the time and then compare them versus each other. <laughs> that would actually be, be that would be a dope idea. Oh uh, yeah. Anything else with that? Um I'm gonna play around with it, see what um I'm gonna I'm gonna try some ideas and, and get some feedback from you guys. Um and yeah, see where because to be yeah. honest with you, it looks like a fun uh, fun idea. Yeah it does for sure. Chad, that's why we need you. We need your suggestions, like, for sure. Uh, the only other thing in housekeeping, I mean, this is a big story, but we're not going to talk about it because we'd be talking about it all freaking night. PlayStation Showcase is coming May 24th at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Jeff Grub Grub was correct that it would be coming. I think he said the 18th. Um, uh, Possible? Oh, actually, no. He said, "Look out for it on the 18th." On the 17th, they announced it, so he was pretty much spot on. Pretty excited about this PlayStation Showcase. It's gonna be an hour long, and hmm, all the all the games that could possibly show up to this. Promise you, the new Spider-Man will be there for sure. Yeah, you're pretty confident about that. 1000% they're showing Spider-Man. 1000%. 1000%. No doubt about it. But uh yeah. Yeah, I want to get into the Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I w- I want them to talk more about the VR2. And I know that sounds 
I know. The VR no. two for what? PlayStation Five. The VR two. Oh, the one that's gonna be the same price as the console. Well, it's already out, but then it is about yeah, same price, five hundred dollars, whatever. <laughs> so the show is gonna be a bit over an hour, and it's focusing on PS Five and PS VR two games in development from top studios from around the world. So. I'm sure they're going to show PSVR 2 games, but I do hope if they do show PSVR 2 games, we're getting the quality of the Horizon PSVR 2, if not better, because that's what's really going to move the PSVR 2, is if you're getting like triple A type content on their device, oh my God. I mean, it's going to move it for the people who can afford it, but yes. Very good. <laughs> for sure. Man, just play Oculus Quest 2. You can't play the Horizon game on Oculus. That's the point of PSVR 2, JLeo777. He said he can hack it. That's the whole point. PlayStation and their exclusives. So they got an exclusive headset with exclusive game. It can happen. And technically, the PSVR 2 is a better headset. Tech-wise, it is. Yeah, my camera's gonna be off for the rest of the stream. Okay, good for you. What do you need to disconnect and rejoin or something or no? No, it's just the program. Oh. Oh, I said it's all about PC. It's all about crossplay master race. Crossplay master race. Hey yo. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> No thanks for exclusiveness. I mean, hey, Sony does what they do, and they're going to keep doing it. Yeah, but as you mentioned, the what is it called? The console wars are over. Yeah, I, I guess. I yeah. Yes, I do. I, I believe they're over. I mean, yes, yeah, they're over. I was going to say, was there ever really console wars? Yeah, there Absolutely were. Absolutely there was. But, I mean... Not for me. I literally bought every console until this generation. You got money. So, <laughs> no, 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 I have bad spending habits. That's what it is. Not money. <laughs> some people buy shoes. Some people buy video games. I get it. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let, let's go ahead and uh, get into the first news story. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. 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 All right, so I guess a uh, news story number one. This one comes from Xbox. Uh, we are the Call of Duty Endowment. Haven't heard of this? Oh, okay. Call of Duty Endowment, helping veterans find high-quality careers and how you can help. Oh, this is pretty cool. All right, so uh, I normally don't like to discuss my military service in the mid-2000s. Who is this? I deployed to the Middle East like so many others had before me. After landing in country at the international airport, I sat there on the hot and dusty tarmac with dozens of other service members waiting for transportation to base to the beginning of my one-year tour of duty. I continually scanned my surroundings, not knowing what to expect from this place. One thing was for certain, I was a stranger in a strange land. I missed all the hustle and bustle consistent with any airport. I heard these two service members talking. They looked to be in their early 20s. One had just arrived in theater, and the other was preparing to leave. It was obvious they were friends, catching up in the minutes they had until they were once again separated. One commented on this being his third tour in two years. The other said this would also be his third. And then their conversation changed to happier thoughts. The one asked the other about the latest video game releases back home since he had been away for so long and what the other had been playing. 
The other responded, Call of Duty. I've, I'll never forget this moment. These two young kids sitting in the middle of a war zone having already completed a couple tours and they're bonding and laughing and sharing stories about Call of Duty. There was something encouraging about this moment that put me at peace like everything was going to be okay. I didn't know them or whatever happened to them, but my hope is they both made it home okay and are once again playing Call of Duty together. Call of Duty has always been an important video game series for me, and not just because they are amazing games with its epic single-player campaigns and insanely fun multiplayer modes, but perhaps just as importantly, uh, just as importantly because of their efforts to support military veterans transitioning to civilian world by helping them find employment opportunities through Call of Duty endowment program. So what is this? endowment program okay so dan goldberg executive director for call of duty endowment discussed the program with us including how it has helped service members since its inception and this year's activities during military appreciation month uh, every veteran needs a job when they return from service the data shows that if a veteran finds high quality employment upon re-entry into civilian life the other challenges they face become much more surmountable explains goldenberg a good job means a roof and the ability to raise children in a healthy environment access to healthcare, social interaction, and perhaps most importantly, purpose. The Call of Duty endowment ensures success by monitoring results through rigorous quality controls and periodic performance reviews. We had developed a great scalable model for finding and funding the highest performing nonprofits that place vets in jobs, states Goldenberg. Our model launched in 2013 is called the Seal of Distinction. In short, it helps us find needles in a haystack and turn them into spears. So pretty much they help find jobs for military people. That's dope. It is. And I wonder, I wonder this is interesting because there was somebody that I served with. If you guys don't know, I was in the military. I just got out recently. That's why I got a beard now. <laughs> uh, but um, there was a guy that I served with and recently I linked up with him on LinkedIn. And he's now a programmer at Bethesda Games. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And it was crazy because, like, I didn't know that this... I knew he played games, but I didn't know how into him he was. And now he works at Bethesda. So, I, you know, I'm going to hit him up and be like, hey, did, you know, did you go through this program to get there? Or, you know, is this just something he was always trying to do? But that is cool. Uh, they also, during the Call of Duty endowment, I guess through the promotion, uh, they offer gamers an opportunity to support this program with a special Valkyrie pack. So it has like skins for all your stuff in Call of Duty, uh, a operator skin. And this helps go, this helped go to helping to fund uh, veterans to help find jobs when they get back. And because I, what I will say, it can be a difficult journey for veterans that, you know, come from the military and then moving into the civilian world. To a civilian, it may seem like it would be something that's very easy because the military is trained to deal with all this stuff. But our lives and civilian lives are completely different. So when we come back into the civilian world, it's hard for us to adjust to how civilians are in the workforce compared to how we are in the workforce. And so it, it can be it can be intimidating. I think, to be honest, that's probably the most the scariest thing for a veteran is leaving the military. I mean, it'd be scary for anybody if you've done something for years to go into the unknown, into something that you've never done. For us, like, it's weird to say, but the battlefield, being on the battlefield is easier than being home sometimes. 
Oh wow! So like, it's uh. You know all the threats. We are yeah. We know what to expect out there. We don't know what to expect at home. Mm. <laughs> we have most of us haven't been home that much. We definitely sacrifice a lot of our time outside of you know being here. You know to protect America and the liberties and freedoms that we got. So, I think this is a great program. Yeah, appreciate it. For real, thank you. Oh dang, they got a Kevin Durant skin, basketball MVP. Hey, Kev- dang, KD. Yo, what? <laughs> I didn't know he was in Call of Duty. So you know what? I saw this TikTok of a finisher of him like shooting the grenade onto somebody, and it said Kevin Durant. But I didn't realize that it was actually a Kevin Durant skin. <laughs> and that is hilarious. Shout out to the shout out to the home team, bro. He's a he comes from our county. Oh yeah, he Maryland. is Maryland. Yeah. PG County. Yep. That's crazy. Now he's so, in Call of Duty. So I definitely thought of uh you and I and and some of our other listeners that are uh left the service. And I do believe that it is not a uh, easy transition. I, I've not been in the service. My father did 22 years in the Air Force. However, I understand that... Um, Your dad was in the Air Force? Yeah. For oh, I didn't know that. Oh, he used yeah, to actually work on the President Airplanes. Of, oh, so Air Force One. Yep. Yeah, he's retired. He did 22 years. He's retired. <laughs> Getting um, that retirement check. He is getting his return. Let me holler at that. Holler at Pop. <laughs> but but the point the the reason why I even wanted to bring this story up is because we do I personally feel as though we do not talk or do enough for the people that protect this country. I really it's it saddens me to hear that um, veterans are struggling and or asking for money or even just dealing with challenges of coming home. And everyone's just like, ooh, boo-hoo, you know, you know, we're all dealing with some kind of shit. But to be honest with you, there's we can as gamers, we can help out by, you know, through this through many different ways, to be honest. And I mean shit, all the people that playing Call of Duty, man, you get to you can literally help out your heroes by doing this. You play as them all day, every day. You might as well be able to help back, uh, give back. That's that's dope though. I do like that. I do like that. And it's not to say that the that the services aren't out there to help veterans, but I think it does get lost in translation of them being able to use this, the services. And you know, I mean, veterans are very prideful. We really never want to ask for help. So when we get out, they get out, it's hard for them to be like, all right, I need help to navigate this new world. But yeah. All right. On to the next story, unless you guys got something else to say. I don't, Lily. Well, it won't be pertaining to this, but I'll save it to the end. <laughs> save it, it to the end. For another game. So. Oh, okay. Like oh. You. I know what you're oh, talking wait. about. I meant to put that in there. Yeah. Okay. But I do know what you're talking about. All right. Story number two. Who put this in here? Who, who put this story in here? Check out the edits. Oh. <laughs> Eddie Murphy in Talks to Star and Pink Panther reboot film. Uh, 
Award-winning actor and comedian Eddie Murphy is circling the role of Inspector Jacques Clouseau in New Pink Panther film. MGM. According to Deadline, New Pink Panther reboot is currently in the works at Amazon-owned MGM with Murphy and talks to star. It is currently unknown who else is attached to the prose film. However, one source close to Murphy has described the project as a natural fit for the actor. Murphy has long admired the work of Academy Award nominee Peter Sellers, who originated the role in the 1960s. Thanks for that pop-up. Murphy is known for his time on Saturday Night Live in the 1980s. All right, if you don't know Eddie Murphy, <laughs> y'all need to go look, go to uh, IMDb and check out every movie he's been in. Uh, every movie? Every movie. All of them. Every movie? Every single movie. Every movie. good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Eddie Murphy was good. Not it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't uh, but yeah, and I think Steve Martin took over the role uh, in the 2006 uh, reboot film. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm not excited about this. You're not at all? No. I mean, a bit. no, I've never been a fan of the big pink, pan- uh, like the Pink Panther cartoons. Yes, I was a fan. That's the first thing I think of when I hear Pink Panther. I'm like, oh, somebody's going to be creeping around. But the inspector, like, I never was like a big fan of that. Why are you a fan? Who, me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay, so I'm an 80s baby. I grew up in... I was born in 1985. Okay. However, um, because my family... uh, we, we didn't really watch a whole lot of television like that, but when we did watch television, we watched things that made us laugh, not serious or, you know, things. He's being modest. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. You had a beautiful story going, so I just put it in chat. Sorry. Oh, Go ahead. And <laughs> I so they had so um the Pink Panther has been around since like the 1960s. Uh, it's BTG I mentioned, and um it's the music for the Pink Panther. It didn't really you. There was no talking. Do do the. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the well, a lot of people know the music from the Pink Panther films or uh, cartoons, but a lot of the times people tend to forget what made those shows so do so well. If you can make a show and it not have any words in it, and you still holds your attention, it still makes you think, it still. Uh, makes you laugh, then you're doing something right. And to be honest with you, depending on how they do this film, it could do very well. There was no talking in the movie, but so like, oh, in the in the shows, there's no talking. But in the movie, so why oh, yeah. why not? How come we don't have a movie about the act, the Pink Panther character or mascot? That would have been dope. I would much rather be. I would be more interested in that than the inspectors. So so here's what the Pink Panther is. They are a thief. They are someone who steals things and does a really good, clever job of getting away with it. I like, if you liked Ocean's 11, 12, 8, 9, all of those, and, and uh, what's the one with the Mini Coopers and they were driving around stealing stuff? Or whatever? Oh, uh, dang, Italian job. Italian job. Fantastic films. If you like films where people come together, even the Fast and Furious films kind of turned into that a little bit, where they 
get together, a problem comes up, they figure out, they steal something or something. <laughs> Why are y'all for family? For family. We stealing it for family. <laughs> I gave up after like the third or fourth one. Uh. They changed dramatically since if the third or fourth uh, movie. Yeah. But anyways, good, no, entertaining, yes, fun, fun movie. When you're but, inebriated, they, they can be great drinking games. That's for sure. Anytime they say for family, you get. <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you will be in the ER asap. But just to go back, I. I like Eddie Murphy and I like the Pink Panther and something someone said recently was they're bringing back a lot of old shows and movies and this is just pointing that out so once it comes out y'all be like oh you know where I heard this movie was coming out Night Kids Podcast that's that's, that's where I heard it Night Kids After Dark well the fun thing is now that the Writers Guild is still on strike it's still going to be a while before it comes out and if you guys do watch it let us know how you like it, because guess who's not watching? But see, why don't we get this Pink Panther? <laughs> For real. I want to see the actual Pink Panther. Hey, yo, let's bang my peeping through the curtains, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Watched it, loved it. I know, right? It's cool. She's so unamused. But you know what? Either way, I'm going to give it a shot, just because Eddie Murphy's in it, so. Well, let me know. How I'll you- be watching it. <laughs> I'll be watching it too. I went for a tip slip. Oh, never mind. A tip slip. Watched it, loved it, hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm showing my age. (laughs) If y'all know where that that comes from, (laughs) y'all know where that comes from. Oh man, we're family. Gray hair tingled a little bit when I heard that. All right, next news story. So, uh, recently we just had Diablo Server Slam just come out. Scandalous. <laughs> oh, you did miss it. Oh, ah, Lily, you missed it. Me and Nacho were on. We were grinding. We beat the world boss. We beat him. We beat the world boss, so we get the item that goes on your mount. Lily, when I tell you we tried every three hours, we logged on every three hours to fight him because that was his uh, Ashava's spawn rate. Me and Nacho were there every time, and we were like, "God damn it, we lost again!" <laughs> yeah, because it, we had to because once the server once it got to twelve p.m. on Sunday, that was the last chance, and that was the one. Worked too. That was the one that we actually beat him on, but we started Saturday, so we like I think we fought him like five times. It was crazy, but it was a good time. And I was thinking about you, Lily, too. I was like, dang, if Lily was on, she could be there to help us because we needed some more people. Oh, Lily plays there. Yeah. Yeah, me and Lily played the first beta, man. We played it on the first beta. We had a good time. Uh, But the next story. So this story has to do with Diablo. Uh, Is this comes from CBR.com by Alex Lazzini. Is Diablo 4's Battle Pass pay to win? Uh, Diablo's reputation has somewhat lessened of late, and that may continue with Diablo 4. For years, the series was the king of loot-based dungeon crawlers. However, its crown has become tarnished with recent releases. It started with the announcement of Diablo Immortal at BlizzCon. Uh, Many fans were not enthusiastic about Diablo. 
Diablo Immortal launching as a mobile game. Uh, when it was eventually released, it played like fans would hope. A Diablo game on phones would. It garnered a lot of praise for its gameplay and mobility, mobile functionality, but that praise couldn't overshadow its biggest glaring issue. Diablo Immortal features some egregious microtransactions that led to the pay-to-win system. Immortal's battle pass system and constant bombardment of microtransactions not only became a constant nuisance for fans, but it also became almost necessary in the endgame. The endgame focused heavily on PvP, and if players wanted to get the best upgrades and gear to stand a chance against other players, the best option was to spend money. This is all to say that Diablo 4 will also be launching with a battle pass, and certain microtransactions and fans Certain microtransactions and fans worry it will become a pay-to-win game all over again. Mm. Diablo 4 is trying to avoid any pay-to-win aspect. While it was initially unclear if Diablo 4 would launch with any kind of battle pass, it seemed likely. And fear of a pay-to-win system for Diablo's endgame is still prevalent among fans. Fortunately, Blizzard recently dove deep into Diablo 4's battle pass will look like at the launch and beyond. The first battle pass will launch shortly after the game does and the game will follow the seasonal structure of other live service games with a new battle pass each season. However, players will not be able to access it until they complete the campaign. The battle pass is designed for post-game, and it will be how the developers continue to add new content, stories, and gameplay mechanics. There will be free tier for the pass and a paid tier. The free tier will offer cosmetic options and seasonal blessings, which are stats boosts that can be used to give the player an advantage in combat during the season and the paid tier will be exclusively for cosmetics. Further, there will be certain level requirements that players must meet before they can activate seasonal blessings. The shop will also return, but it will be filled exclusively with cosmetic items. All this seems to suggest that Blizzard has learned from the missteps of Diablo Immortal. However, there are still several potential issues with the strategy going forward. Uh, the, the battle pass needs to catch players' interest. Alright, this is obvious. Like, we know that the battle pass has to catch players interest that's the key to a live service battle pass mm -hmm. if it's not something that players want then they're not going to play it now there's a lot to unpack with this story okay so diablo mortal the mobile version yes had pay to win completely expected it's a mobile game they got to make money off of it some way and it was free uh <clears throat> diablo 4 is avoiding it which is great they say it's just cosmetics on both sides. Now, here's my issue. The cosmetics in the battle pass cannot be the only cool cosmetic. Like, there has to be... Let me not even say... No, I don't want... There can't be no stats. But oh, it's, it's difficult because... I also want to have stuff in game that doesn't require the battle pass that you would strive to get. And I think that will work out because the gear and stuff will be what you're looking for. If everything in the battle pass is straight cosmetics, then it's literally just the transmog feature, which Diablo oh. 4 has. So that's fine. But also make the gear that people are chasing, like with all the cool stats, make that look cool as shit too because if i do find a piece of gear that has all the stats and stuff that i want and it looks cool for me personally i'm more likely not to put a cosmetic on 
because I want people to see like, oh, dang, he found that piece of he got that drop like it was a 0.02 percent drop and he has it. That's what I want to see. I don't want them to have to go into my profile and see what I just that see. I transmogged that item. I want them to see it as soon as I run past them with my necromancer and my whole army. That's what I want them to see. So, yeah, if, if they if they balance it that way, then I'm cool. But yeah, I've I've played games where I can't even think of them right now, but I've played games where like, oh, the game was great, but all the cool cosmetics were in the battle pass and I didn't want the battle pass. So it drove me not to play the game because I was getting the gear, but the gear looked like shit. Actually, most recently, Path of Exile, free to play Diablo like game. I was playing it because I had a Diablo 4 itch and I was like, dang, let me just play this. So I can, uh, you know, get get that itch itch away. Like I was scratching like a crackhead. Path of Exile. Oh Path of Exile is a. <laughs> so look, Path of Exile is a great game, but the if you're not paying for the cosmetics, it doesn't matter how high stats your gear is. That gear looks like shit. Your character looks like a bum. <laughs> The entire time. Like, I reach max level and my character still looks like a bum. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, I don't want that. And that's what I was like, all right, I'm definitely not going to be playing Path Exile anymore once Diablo 4 comes out. And that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Like, I I probably would have still enjoyed playing Path Exile if that the normal gear was cool. But now you're telling me I have to buy cosmetics to look cool as well. Or not even cool, but decent. Mm. Like... I wasn't about that. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm, I'm excited for the game. Do Do you feel as though you can't get? They're not gonna allow you to get cosmetics like a drop from beating a boss or something. No. So I get why well, I, I take it you haven't played the beta. So pretty much every, almost every gear item you get, if you salvage it, it turns into a transmog item right cool. so you can oh, always yeah that, that was a great feature you can change the look of all your armor so even if you do find something that looks shitty you can make it look like another piece of gear that's cool looking that you had earlier in the game so like that feature is dope but what i'm saying is like i don't think diablo 4 is going to do this because even just playing off the beta like the basic gear looks pretty dope so and you can change the color of everything like yeah make your shit match uh, purple now. <laughs> so i think diablo 4 is gonna do fine and i'm super excited about it like really excited about it i'll put in my pre-order hype level like ten thousand. Ten thousand. okay all right we're looking I, forward i think to i it. may put in my leaf request for a release date Whoa. oh look so here here's where i'm at if I don't have anything to do the week prior to release, I'm buying the deluxe edition so I can get the early access for that week. Well, but if like that four days early, right? Yeah, exactly. I think it's like the whole week. But yeah, it might be something like that. Whatever it is, if I don't have nothing to do that weekend, <laughs> I'm gonna get it. But I'm waiting until that week comes because if my week's not free, then I'll just wait till it releases. Or I'll get the basic. Oh, no, I can't take off the... the Man, whole we can't thing. get but basic. That day, I mean, I'm a basic bitch. So <laughs> I gotta. 
I gotta stick to what's it, the seventy dollars, the cheapest one? The lakes and rivers that you're used to. Yeah, I, I'm too lazy <laughs> to swim up those waterfalls. It's too much work. <laughs> Lily says seventy dollars. You know what? That actually goes into the next story that I'm gonna read. Uh this one comes from Destructoid. Okay, Destructoid. Sega is the latest publisher to consider pushing price tag to $70. More like Sonic the Expensive Hog, right? Sega has announced that it might be next in line to move the price point of its major releases up to $70. Following in the footsteps of all other game publishers who have decided making money isn't worth it. If you aren't making money at making all the money. The considerations were noted during a Q&A conference held following the publishing of Sega's latest financial report. Sega Sammy CEO Haruki Satomi and CFO Koichi Fukazawa were asked if the studio planned to follow the lead of publishers such as Electronic Arts, Nintendo, Ubisoft, and Warner Bros. Interactive. Uh, quote, In the global marketplace, AAA game titles for consoles have been sold at $59.99 for many years, but titles sold at $69.99 have appeared in the last year noted the duo in a translation of meetings provided by VGC. We would like to review the prices of titles that we believe are commensurate with prices, price increases, while also keeping an eye on market conditions. Frankly, this foreplay is tiring. $70 price tags are coming from pretty much all AAA publishers, and to dally around the idea that you're watching the market is the same tiptoeing corporal speak that surround other ideas, such as DLC and NFTs and other contentious trends that publishers are secretly desperate to utilize. Uh, given the current economical climate, the pricing is rough, but this, hmm, maybe we'll have to see song and dance is real eye-rolling and inducing element. Uh, what the shift to $70 gaming, a trend that essentially began in the fall last year, will mean for the market in the long term is still a little up in the air, but given the incredible financial success of $70 titles such as Warner Bros. Hogwarts Legacy, Activision's Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, and most recently Nintendo's Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, it seems very likely that all major publishers will eventually adopt the model for its guaranteed sellers at the very best. I, I do... F okay, so... It's hard for me to say or share this information, but... Look, I, Lily, Lily's dog don't like the prices either. Man, <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> I was like, man, I hope they don't hear her on this. <laughs> <laughs> everything. We hear everything. It's on balls and walls downstairs. <laughs> $70 is not a ridiculous price. However, it is expensive for some of us who don't have $70. So, I mean, if you, if you save up for it, then yeah, you'll agreed. be fine. But um, like, it was already at $59, $60. Bucks. So it's just Ten bucks more, you just won't have that. Okay, much gas so in your car. so what about next month when they say, "Oh, it's just ten bucks more, eighty dollars." No, that's just like twenty from last year. But everything else is increasing, so you would expect games <laughs> to follow right behind it. But they haven't. They haven't increased in over a decade. Hey, if you like, we went. To, what was it my husband and I went to? Uh, this is basically a store that sells every. We took piano. He like geeked out in that place. I sell all games from PS1 and beyond. Like some of the PS1 games are still fifty bucks. So why are your camera twerking over there? Son, that's really <laughs> <of> that shit. 
it's, it's the bootleg version of BTGs. <laughs> that was the update, and it's still being janky. Oh my gosh! Man, it's really, it's Have fun with the camera, guys. <laughs> so, so Sega just purchased um, the company that does Angry Birds, Rovio, or Rovio, Rovio, yeah. Really? Yes, for some couple millions, right? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of money. Oh, that, there's the price increase. I, and I was just a thank you, Lily. <laughs> so that segues right into do you feel as though Sega's trying to make back the money that they lost on it? Or or do you feel as though they're just trying to follow suit with everyone else? I think I think everybody's just trying to go to seventy dollars. And they're just trying to find their excuse to do it. Every game is going to be seventy dollars. It is what it is. Like it's just if you don't have a seventy or a triple A title. Redfall was seventy dollars. Was it what game? Redfall. Oh right, and that was not a seventy dollar game. I mean that. <laughs> to be honest, look. Xbox might have been smart about that and been like, you know what? Let's put this shitty game out at $70. So when we release our triple A game at $70, they're going to be like, dang, that $70 is really worth it compared to Redfall. And I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> But no, it's it's just... Here's a real good game for 70 Yeah, I think everybody's just trying to find their way to do it. And that's just an increase that's going to happen. It is. It is what Should it they is. They refund Look. people for that, by the way. No. No. Why would they, Why would they refund it? The game wasn't broke. It's it just worked. Fun. It just wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, ah, got y'all. <laughs> I still need to try it out, so I can't talk. If the game was If the game was broken, yeah, they would have refunded. But it wasn't broke. Broken. Was Jedi Survivor seventy? I think it was. I bought it too. You don't just, even know the price. You just <laughs> gave him your card. It's like he just said, "Take my money." Thank you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was seventy dollars. I spoke Jedi wrong. Yeah, it was seventy. Oh, it was Dang. okay. Mm-hmm. You even look at the, your receipt. You just. <laughs> no, I got my information. Game. Yeah. Look, and that was the thing. I knew I wanted that game, but I, because I was about to say, I remember like being like, "Damn, seventy. It's like the seventy dollar thing. Is like the seventy dollar thing is like it just hurts because you're like, damn man, that's ten more dollars I could have spent on another game. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if y'all use Klarna, then y'all be fine. Just break the drinks down in full payments. I need to check on my my status for. You know, partnership for that. But yeah, give <laughs> a Klarna. Put it in force. <laughs> it works on groceries too. <laughs> Do you feel as though, just, Lily, did you get a chance to try out Sonic Frontiers? And if you did, do you think it's a $70 game? It was 70 I mean, do you think it's worth 70 <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. It, the game is downstairs, but I haven't played it yet. Oh! <laughs> was it $70? It could have been. Sonic Frontiers? Was it? Like no, it was no, no, no. sixty. I'm saying if it was seventy, do you feel as though it's a seventy dollar game? Oh bleh, no, no, <laughs> oh, wow. no. It's not. I don't think it was a seventy dollar. Like it was great for the franchise. It was fun, 
but not a $70 game. But then again, $70 is going to be the price of every game soon. Watch the new standard. But I do think, I do think a lot of developers, they could, oh my God, I feel like there's so many developers out there. If they were like, there's a lot of games that are too high in price. If they were to be like, all right, we think the value of this game is actually going to be like 30 or $40. Those okay, like above average games will probably get more sales than like, because I'd be like, oh, damn, this looks great. And it's $40. Oh, I'm, I'm going to get this. Get this. You know what I mean? Like, not like, oh, oh this looks great. Yeah, this looks great, but it's $70. And I don't know if it's going to be great. Like, mm, like that's a hard buy. Has game purchases too? Oh man, if, if the game has a in-game purchases. True, like Hope for the Lamb. That's oh. free that I need to play. I play that work on my management days. <laughs> but yeah, seventy dollars is the new sixty. So, yeah. get your get your money up. S- save up for the games you want, guys. We can't just go out buying games all willy nilly like it. Like you know what? At this I mean, point in my life, I don't even have time to play them. So <laughs> that is true. So I'll be getting one or two games a year anyway. Play for like 10, 10 15, 20 minutes. Until you get all the free games from like your PSN subscription or Epic <laughs> Games. And you're like, all right, I'll play this one day. And it's sitting there collecting digital dust. Like, <laughs> and you, you know what? And to be honest, that's one of the best parts about Game Pass. Is like the games that I want to play that I didn't have time to play. They come on there for free. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my chance. <laughs> and it's just there like, play me. Yep. Play me. <laughs> it's like a... That Ghostwire Tokyo game, I wanted to play that so bad. Now it's on Game Pass, and I still haven't played it, but it's free on Game oh, it's Pass. Definitely in my uh, in my library. Yeah. So I'm waiting on that. All right. Uh, anything on seventy dollar, eighty dollar, ninety dollar games? Not it for me. I feel like we touched <laughs> on everything. Yeah, I've been them only fan feet picks. I'm I'm already there. Yeah, I heard it here first. <laughs> already <laughs> all right next news story this one's for the uh the seniors in the room uh <laughs> C- cbr.com article uh gremlins secrets of the mogwais ming na win and bd wong and james hong reunite as a family in an interview with cbr gremlins secrets of the mogwai stars ming na ming na win bd wong and James Hong bring authenticity to the winged family. Uh, so this is an interview. Okay. It takes a family to raise a child. And in the Max original a- animated series. So Max, this is HBO Max now. It's Max, right? So it's on HBO Max. Great. Uh, Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai, Sam Wing's family stands together as they encounter the Gremlins in 1920s Shanghai. Featuring impromptu Mulan reunion between Ming-Na Wen, Bidi Wong, and James Hong. Wen and Wong play Sam's protective parents. Fong and Hong, Fong and Han Wing, and Hong playing Sam's more freewheeling, adventurous grandfather. Once the Wing family takes in the wayward gremlin Gizmo, their lives are changed forever. Uh, not gonna read the interview, but this so pretty much they're coming out with a show called Gremlin: Secret of the Mogwai, and this is so this is like a prequel. 
Yes, a prequel. So this is a prequel to the 1980s Gizmo. I mean, Gremlins film. Dope. Because I did wonder where, like, they, they touched it. The, yeah, they touched on it. Like, yeah, he's from China. He's a little monster. But the, in this detail. Yeah, in this show, we get to experience the Gremlins in China in the 1920s. It sounds cool. When does this release? Now that's the question. And if you guys are too young to know what the Gremlins are, you need to go uh, find this movie, watch it. Technically, you know what's weird? I watch this movie every Christmas because it's well, it um, takes place during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, the movie oh, takes yeah, one job. Don't get the little creature wet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fun fact. <laughs> them... <laughs> don't get them wet. Oh, don't, and don't feed them after midnight. Man, Good simple job. rules. Easy. Simple. So let, uh, oh, let me play the trailer. Because I, I haven't seen this at all. Fun fact. The show comes out on HBO Max on May 23rd, 2023. So in a few days. What's that? Next week? Hey, Adderall. Oh, yes, it is. So, yeah, let's check out the trailer. It's all around us. But you'll never see it <sighs> if you don't go out and look. <gasps> that is a Mogwai. Mogwai are the rarest mystical creatures. No mortal has seen one for centuries. Do you have a first name? Gizmo? Gizmo? Oh, he kind of talks. This species is wildly dangerous. Never get them wet. No bright light. And never feed them after midnight. <laughs> <gasps> Our only concern should be the Mogwai falling into the wrong hands. Who's that? The wrong hands. Where is my Mogwai? <gasps> These creatures may prove useful in my endeavors. First, Shanghai. Then, the world. <laughs> if we don't save Gizmo, who will? Return Gizmo to his home to save humanity. <laughs> You'll never catch Sam. We are dealing with creatures who want chaos. I simply need to channel their destructive energy. No! We're the only ones who know how to do this. If we don't end it here, the world becomes a ghost city. That you slay today, huh? Same as always. Not call me flashing them. <laughs> that looked fantastic, actually. It does. 
Yeah, I was a big, I'm a big fan of the old movie. The old movies. Because it was two of them? Gremlins 1 and 2? Yeah. Or was there three? It, it was three? It might have been third, two. but I think we kind of like... Right <laughs> no, it's the th- So, alright, real quick, just to share. Um, this is the show. They have a movie coming out called... Oh boy, I just had it. Okay, Gremlins 3, Curse of the Mugwai. Uh, it's a sequel to the 1984 film, and it comes out this December. Um, Shut up. Dead, oh, okay. This is, and um, I don't know if that's going to be live action or CG like the show. Um, but do you guys want? Are y'all okay with the show being CG, or would you prefer it live action? I hmm. things kind of gotten slightly better between 1984 and now with is this real this can't be real though there's a trailer this can't this looks terrible oh gremlin 3 has never been made i don't think gremlin 3 is looks super fun it does it does look gremlin this is not real is this what it is not coming out it's just the uh the Dawn of Desmond. Oh, it was a short comedy. This isn't real. Yeah. This is, it can't be. This is 2022 minute video. Oh, like a, um, a fan made movie or <laughs> fan made little clip. But it's on Dawn IMDb. Not everything on IMDb is real. Yeah, this is I mean, weird. Look at, the, look at the information filled out and look at that yeah. weird. Nah, There's only two movies, like guys. Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. That was like that can't be real. Uh but yeah, no. Gizmo looks adorable as always. And I like to see the evil gremlins. And I'm gonna watch this. And I'm sure my kids will enjoy it. Yeah. They got a sick chick instead of that one from the second one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, my my kids enjoy the movie when I watch it during Christmas. It's such a weird Christmas movie to watch. It is a Christmas movie, isn't it? It is. Both one and two. Yep. I mean, that's the one way to have holiday cheer. I love it. <laughs> Taking out I love it. ankle demons. <laughs> all right, all right. Our next story. This is a huge, huge, huge story. Oh, huge. <laughs> biggest thing ever grand theft auto 6 publisher suggests 2024 will be a very profitable year wink wink and it's not showing so give me a second guys so i can fix it for you i don't know what happened i thought it was my internet and i say, like, well damn first my camera looking funny and now my internet yay it's the weather now you can see hey, yo, it's been raining for like a whole week here oh a week mm-hmm. oh my gosh right what happened today oh somebody took that jump down it's like no (laughs) remove the story we got banned we got banned we got banned no we didn't here we go obs was just geeking out okay so grand theft auto 6 publishers just 2024 will be a very profitable year wink wink uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, the next entry in the popular open-world franchise from Rockstar Games, might be coming out as soon as next year based on some big numbers found in a new earnings report. It's not news that Rockstar Games is working on the next entry into GTA series. The company confirmed this last year. 
And then in September 2022, the infamous Grand Theft Auto 6 leak happened, revealing a ton of details about the still in development game. But while we know the game is real, is in development and is likely set in Florida, we don't yet have a release date for the much hyped sequel to the Grand Theft Auto 5. What we might finally have, however, is a release window thanks to a new Take Two earnings report release on May 17th. In an accompanying press release from Rockstar's parent company, Take Two Interactive, the publisher predicted a massive increase in sales in its upcoming 2025 fiscal year, which starts in April 2024. Specifically, it anticipates over $8 billion in net bookings. It also expects to continue this momentum into its fiscal 2026. Here's the key bit from the press release. We believe that we will enter our next phase of growth in fiscal 2025 as we plan to deliver several groundbreaking titles that we anticipate will set new standards of quality and success and enable us to deliver over $8 billion in net bookings and over $1 billion in adjusted unrestricted operating cash flow. We expect to sustain this momentum with additional growth and operating performance in fiscal 2026. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would say that Grand Theft Auto is going to be coming out in early 2024. You think so? I don't know if it'll be out. I think it'll at least... Yo. No, I it's coming. I kind of working on it. And it's I think it's coming out in 2024. Wow. Because, I mean, let's, let's think about it. Uh, Rockstar. Let me see. What titles is Rockstar working on now? Nothing. Then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Two games. Hmm. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> 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 That's the only thing that they I got nothing else to do. <laughs> what is Take Two working on? Take well, Two Interactive. They have Rockstar Games. Grand Theft Auto. K Games. Uh, Zynga or Zynga, Zynga game? That oh, Zynga, Zynga's the mobile stuff. Yeah. And then Rockstore North and M-O-R-E more. Okay, so every take, on it? every take two game in development, right? So you got... What? This was... When is this article? Oh, this is an old article, so no. Hmm... I don't see anything. Keep their secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it doesn't show anything that they're working on. It looks like a cyberpunk. Oh, no, never mind. No, Take two. Do, they, they, they're like they do two K. I mean, yeah, two K. But they're not planning on two K to make eight billion dollars. This Grand Theft Auto Six is coming in twenty twenty four, if it's not delayed. If they're predicting that they're be making this much money that year you're expecting one of your biggest games to be releasing and grand theft auto 6 would be one of their biggest games releasing huge huge <laughs> this is wild i mean i uh shoot i'm excited that uh, hopefully it does release in 2024 but i don't see why this wouldn't be the game that they're thinking is going to put them over the edge and even if it's not 2024 they're saying that they're they're planning on their momentum going into 2026 so it's going to be releasing between 2024 and 2026 it's got to be but 
if they talking about momentum, I'm thinking Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out 2024. And then you see how long Grand Theft Auto 5 has been with all their expansions. Man. You're talking about Grand Theft Auto 6 expansions going through 2026. That's how they're going to keep that momentum. So, so what if they actually put out like a trailer for GTA 6 on the PlayStation? Uh... I mean, if they do, then we'll know for sure. I, I mean, that'd be great. But I do think, I don't think this would be a PlayStation showcase game. I think that if it's going to be shown at all, it would be a summer games fest. Oh, and that's if that's if it's ready to be shown, which they probably have like a CG trailer or something, or even a teaser. Something. So that this could, I mean, if it, if Grand Theft Auto six is teaser summer game fest, 100% Grand Theft Auto six is coming out in 2024. Oh man. I'm excited actually. Oh yeah. man. It's going to be 70 bucks, y'all. No, it's going to be... This is when game prices are going to go up again because it's going to be a new year. So 80 bucks for the standard edition. Get ready now. Save your your coins. (laughs) Save your coins. $5 a paycheck or so. Sign up for clock. I'm sorry. (laughs) Start saving up now, y'all. That easy answer. (laughs) You can do it. That's huge news. Oh huge. My or huge a huge rumor. Like there it's people deducting that that's what it's gonna be. And I see why. Unless Rockstar has some other games that they ain't told us about. I don't know, Red Dead Redemption 3 or something. Oh, like I want too. them to keep all the glitches because <laughs> NPC character getting ran over by a deer is still top tier. <laughs> yeah, don't I was about to say the only thing that would change my mind is if I see other games coming out uh, at Summer Game Fest from Rockstar. If we don't see anything else, it's Grand Theft Auto City for sure. For sure, yeah. Um, hard for the money. As Lily had mentioned before, uh, the dang, I forgot what I was gonna say. Um, the oh, actually, I forgot what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dang, I already forgot. It's all good. More importantly, oh, the game is gonna be seventy dollars, and I'm I'm okay with it being seventy because we know the game's gonna be jam packed. No, we don't know it's gonna be seventy dollars. You think it's gonna be more than seventy? No, no. But I'm just saying, I don't want to say it's gonna be seventy dollars, and then it comes around. Oh, and yeah, like, like the extra super pack where you get all the DLC is probably gonna be more than. $70. So what? Okay, what if they say okay? What if Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out and they say the game's $100 but all the expansions are free? Would you get it? I would. Easy answer. $100? Yeah. You said you would. It's not $100. You paid for the expansion. What else? Would, yeah, but, but I mean... A figurine with that $100. Yeah, but th- but think, of, think about how many expansions Grand Theft Auto 5 had. And like oh, five, seven, ten years worth of expansions. Uh, a ton of them. Then they come off of PS3 and it's like, you know what? Let's put it on PS4. You know what? How about yep. put it on PS5? Is it on well? PS3? It there was. Man. Yeah. Fun fact. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that game has been on every generation after it since it came out. Any guesses as to when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out? I got an answer in front of me. Grand Theft Auto, hold on, hold on. Grand, Grand Theft Auto 3, damn. Wait, that was, which one was that? You said Grand Theft Auto 3? 5. 
Oh, five. Grand Theft Auto five. So two thousand like. Two thousand ten. Eleven. Two thousand thirteen. September seventeenth. Dang, you want prices right. Woo. Come on yeah. down. <laughs> Come on down. 2013. Four came out 2008, April 29th. Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, shoot. Why is that not on the screen? Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in 2004. Oh, I just oh. graduated from high did school. It? school. No, did it? I'm asking. Oh, oh you're asking. Oh, oh I'll, I'll give you an answer. You said 2000, uh, Grand Theft Auto 3? Yeah. 2001. Oh, 2001. Cool. Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, I guess that makes sense. No responsibilities. And <laughs> and then they came out with Grand Theft Auto. Uh, was released. Grand Theft Auto Three came out October 2001 for the PlayStation Two, and in May 2002 for Windows, and on October 2003 for Xbox. I seen uh, GTA One. At the, oh, uh, so 2003 came out on Xbox. I don't know why did I know that because I got it on PlayStation, so I had it in 2001 for sure. Huh, I don't know. I Lou, mean, you said you got it from the shop? No, I seen it at the uh, I forgot the name of it already, but the joint that have all the old school games and stuff. Oh, the oh, retro game store, one. yeah. The How much was it going out. for? Uh, I think it was 15. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad at all. All right, next news story. Speaking of old games, mm. is this really an old game? Mm, maybe. Mm. Uh, Pac Man 99 to be delisted de from Nintendo eShop this fall. Uh, it's Ghost. Nintendo has announced that it will be delisting Bandai Namco's fun Ackle Royale title pac-man 99 this fall currently available from the nintendo eShop as a benefit to nintendo switch online subscribers the game will be unable to download from october 8th players who own either paid edition of the game pac-man 99 deluxe pack or pac-man 99 mode unlock will still be able to access cpu battle time attack and blind score attack in an offline capacity additionally all purchase all purchase themes and cosmetic items will still be available all online services for the title are to, are to be suspended. However, which is pretty frustrating given that this is the foundation of the Pac-Man 99 gimmick. No reason was given for the decision because Nintendo's gun Nintendo, but the title hasn't seen quite the same level of success as a sibling Tetris 99, which launched back in the fall of 2019. There could also be an expiring license issue given the pill poppers toward legacy with red tape. Or Nintendo could simply be doing it because why not it'd be it'd be that way sometimes pac-man 99 is available on nintendo switch players wishing to enjoy the offline modes after the offline modes after delisting will need to pick up the pac-man 99 deluxe pack or pac-man 99 mode unlock. i think it's cool that people are aware that this is going to be removed because i find far too often do games get removed off of online libraries and I'm like damn if only I knew it was available I would have at least downloaded it so it's on my system I have it never played it never played it <laughs> like it's not this fun. the Pac-Man 99 version never played it yeah I just downloaded it's enjoyable it's multiplayer? Else is better than yeah it's a battle royale so it's like 99 people it's like Tetris 99 
where everybody's going at it at the same time and as people lose it yeah it's wild i, guess wild. I mean Te tetris 99 is definitely a way better game just saying then tetris that one hurts my feelings every time I play. tetris 99 is way better than pac-man 99 oh, lily space she said and then, i don't know what's the i need to get the tetris is it tetris 99 on vr too they have a vr no tetris effect get tetris <laughs> effect on vr oh yeah that thing is fantastic dust oh my god if you haven't played tetris effect in vr you ain't never played tetris because that's like the best version of tetris it's so crazy. I need to How try much that. is it? Is it seventy? No, 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 no. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Last news story, and then we're gonna go into the Mortal Kombat trailer. Yeah. So, last story. Kotaku. Smash Bros. Pro. Crash talks. Fifteen-year-old gets roasted by kid's mom. Huh. <sighs> At a recent video game competition in Texas, a pro Super Smash Bros. Ultimate player trash-talked a 15-year-old after winning an important match against a young player. The Smash community's reaction was mostly negative, and things only got worse for the trash-talking pro when the kid's mom got involved and slammed the sore winner, calling him a loser with no class. Low Tide City 2023, a large esports event featuring many games, was held over the weekend in Texas on May 13th through the 14th, one of the biggest games featured at the event was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, Nintendo's immensely popular platform fighting game that mashes up. We know what Smash is, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and during a top eight match over the weekend, Smash Pro Enrique Meister Hernandez allegedly got too intense and negative with a 15-year-old competitor who's known as Syrup. As reported by Dexter Dexerto, after winning the match against Syrup, Meister allegedly fist bumped Syrup and then told the young player, You fucking suck. <laughs> Esports <laughs> e e player Jude Jacal Harris tweeted a screen cap of DMs describing the incident after it happened. Meister would end up getting third overall in the tournament and also won a doubles tourney at the, at the event. Service mom hops on Twitter to slam Meister. After the match, Meister took to Twitter to attempt, attempt to justify trash talking the kid. The service mother then jumped in, responded to the pro player herself. She didn't mince words, telling Meister that he was a loser and had zero sportsmanship. Uh, here's, I think this is a tweet. As an adult, I think players such as yourself have no class, zero sportsmanship. Even if you win, you're still a loser all around. I have the utmost respect for all players, but you're the low of the low, no doubt. Shortly after this response, Meister deleted his initial tweet that attempted to justify his actions and post a longer apology. According to Meister, he has tried talking to Syrup since the incident, but the kid doesn't seem interested. He said he should not have trash-talked him, not only because of Syrup's young age, but also because the young competitor had not done anything to me, nor did he say anything to me prior, during, or after the match. Uh, regarding Syrup, I tried talking with her, but he doesn't want to want to understandably. So I should not have trash talked him, not only because he is young, but because he is he he has also not done anything. OK, we read that. Uh, Syrup is a great player with a lot of potential in him. He got ninth at a major tonight for a reason. What I said was unacceptable and I'm sorry, said Meister. Kotaku has reached out to Meister and Syrup about the situation. As for why Meister said what he said, the pro says that while this isn't an excuse, he claims to have forgotten how young Syrup is. 
He finished his statement and apology, promising to learn from his mistakes and to do better in the, these situations moving forward. Meanwhile, service mother tweet slamming Meister went viral and smashed his community, and she received an outpouring of support from other players and fans for her actions, and no doubt it helped that all this happened the day after Mother's Day. Uh, in response to all well wishes to her son's syrup and support for her tweet, Orchid thanked everyone for their kind words, support, and Mother's Day wishes. She added that she was truly grateful and touched by all support for her son. Ooh, all right. Bro, so that's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? You know, you're 15, dapping someone up. That's pretty good. He just whispered, "Fucking suck." <laughs> oh my god! Like, man, that's terrible. Why would you? Even, I mean, people gotta grow up. Like, I get it. You're being competitive, but no, he's 15. So, so uh, let me ex let me explain because a lot oh, of you did it. No, well, no, I got trash talked to at a tournament one time many, many years ago, and a lot of people. It was actually by Chillin' Dude, actually, <laughs> and um, he said, "Get the fuck off my stage after you beat me in the match," <laughs> and I almost stole him. I almost and and the reason why it's a big deal for me is because I know it gets what's the word it gets heated in these matches like it, these competition one chilling dude and i we already knew each other years prior but because i lost in a competition <laughs> against him i was upset so i was pissed and then he had the nerve to tell me to get the fuck off the stage so the thing is is that when you're doing anything michael jordan was a shit talker Kobe Bryant talk shit. You know what I mean? Like these people in these high level competitive settings, it's part of the game. But at the same time, you also got to kind of check yourself at because you can't just be saying anything to anybody. I, th I think that's different though. You ain't talking about, okay, you've got esports and you got sports. In sports, for the most part, you're adult and you've already made it to the level that you are a competitor at the same level. In esports, it's not that like everybody who's there is not on the same level. Like you haven't signed a deal to sign with a team and get paid millions of dollars to compete. You're there because you want to compete and it's for all ages. So that's a it, look as gamers and competitors do we also got to grow up at the same time? Like, yes, this is, see, this, this is the stuff that makes people be like games are for kids. Because if you act like a child, then it's going to be considered something for children. So he, he was completely out of line. Like it, it doesn't matter like at all. And maybe if it was somebody he knew, if it was somebody he like knew and like because you know as boys we talk shit to each other all the time but the it, that's time. understandable because we know each other mm -hmm. and it's like all right whatever but he didn't know this kid he didn't know nothing about him and it was no reason for him to tell me suck like you beat him <laughs> he he knows he sucked like but he did pretty good he came in ninth. no he he, he that's what i'm saying he did good but you you wanted to demoralize him for what you already won Maybe if you were talking shit during the match is different. <laughs> the whole but, match, nah. But for you to talk shit after the match is like for what? You've already won. Michael Jordan talks shit during matches to get in your head. Mm -hmm. Like that's different. 
And then at the end of the game, he would show his respect for you still. <laughs> um, but it does seem as though he learned his lesson because he definitely, I don't know if he did his show safe face because everyone was jumping down his throat about it, but he mm-hmm. definitely did apologize and he acknowledged where his wrong was coming from. Unless, you know, his mom got on it and said, <laughs> said that for him. <laughs> But why wait until someone's like, dog, that took it too far? You already know homie was young. Why would you? And that's what I'm saying. Like, because <laughs> I don't know if he has kids or whatever, but if that was my son on there and he said that if my son, he would have got stole coming off the state. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you don't know who you're talking to. Like, for real? I'd be like, all right, Can bet. You real quick? I, hey, like, hey, good match. <laughs> now get these hands. You fucking suck, bitch. <laughs> at fighting in real life. Now what? <laughs> like, now what? I'm using chairs for the audience. Can I buy a chair real quick? <laughs> Body slam. Do you feel like his sponsor stepped in and kind of said something? I don't know if he's sponsored. I don't. I don't care. It I, it, it, like he's sponsored by Luminosity Gaming. At the end of the day, that shit was uncalled for. And do better. Do better, young man. Do better. Because I'm sure you're younger than me. He, he took it too far. Maybe it was an adult on adult because you know adults always talk shit anyway. Like ah, <laughs> especially on like Call of Duty in a chat room and all that kind of stuff. Man. So. Well, so I mean, and that's the, well, that's the thing, right? I think it's it's one of those things. Like in gaming, I feel like we have to be better only because like it's not as respected as other things. So like, I feel like we have to put on. The face of like you know this this is a profession that can be had in in your life and it it should be respectable it should be a respectable profession but if we're treating it like it's not and we show that we can't be professionals in these environments it'll never be what we want it to be Mm, good point they're gonna start doing like age groups and that's in the that's in the fgc in the fgc it's really bad and that's what it it gets real toxic and i think that's something that we have to take away from it yes it's competition but it doesn't have to be that toxic it is similar in um the mlg oh is it mlg yeah mlg um uh, uh, but at the same time you don't at the higher skill or higher levels, uh, competition levels, it obviously you're not communicating with one another so directly. And smashing other fighting games, you're sitting directly right next to that person. So it's it, that there's a lot more tension. But when you're playing a game like, let's say, Call of Duty or Halo or um, Counter Strike or Rainbow Six or whatever, you're not directly next to the person you're playing against i i just i feel like it's weird to you know say somebody sucks and call him a bitch and he didn't call him a bitch but i'm saying if somebody calls you a bitch <laughs> but you just fly. you just beat me with a nintendo character like come on like come on what <laughs> what are we doing here we're playing a nintendo game bro like yeah whatever yeah <laughs> it ain't like it's mortal Kombat, and i just snatched your spine out your Damn body. <laughs> and speaking of Mortal Kombat, oh, I before I move on, anything else to say on this subject? Sir, uh, if you don't fucking suck, you are dope. 
Nice. You are dope. Kid. In fact, yeah, go to uh, go to Syrup's mom's Twitter. Go to his Twitter. She's Orchid. Show him some love, man. Cause yeah, show him that we are better than that. For real, yeah. for sure. Us grown ass people are better than that. <laughs> for sure, gamers aren't douches. Agreed. Not hundred percent, but. <laughs> Lily said not, not maybe ninety nine. Not towards kids, but you know. All right, for our last last thing of the night, we are going. So the Mortal Kombat one trailer came out yesterday. Mortal Kombat one, super hyped about this. I add, should I spoil? If you haven't played the story in Mortal Kombat twelve. You know what? If you ain't played it by now, I'm just going to spoil it for you. So if you don't want to hear it, leave now. Watch the trailer later. I'm giving you 10 seconds to leave now if you don't want to know the Mortal Kombat 12 ending. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay. Mortal Kombat 12. Why this... So this game is not a reboot. I wouldn't say it's a reboot because it, I feel like it's more of a sequel to Mortal Kombat 12 because of Mortal Kombat 12. You did a lot of time traveling, spoiling the ending right now. Mortal, uh, Liu Kang was dead during the game. They traveled through time, had to fight all these young versions of themselves and shit. Raiden finally figured out that in order for him to change the timeline and save the world, he had to give up his powers, give them to Liu Kang. Liu Kang became the fire god, beat Kronika, the time god, and now he controls time. So he is the god and is restarting the timeline of everything. Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. Sorry, you're right, J. Leo. Thank you for correcting me because we're skipping 12 and going to 1. So yeah, Mortal Kombat 11. That's the, that's the ending. Let's watch the trailer. You have the backstory. Let's fucking go. Yes. It is time. Did you really mouth that, Yano? <laughs> <laughs> My body time is to ready. Wake up oh no. To a new reality. <laughs> to a blank canvas that I have painted in with warmth and peace. In my new era, the choice is yours. Whether to live in quiet serenity. Kung Lao Raiden, super time. young. Katana. To dwell and Melina. Prosperity. Or bitter rivalry. <laughs> face each other look at this freaking redesign of sub-zero and scorpion oh my god fire as brothers but a storm is brewing and soon you will discover that even in this new era <laughs> i'm willing Bruh. I'm willing to find out what that model is. No. 
fucking Shang Tsung. We are something worth fighting for. You have chosen to defy peace. Then you have chosen war with a god. September 19th. Pre-order to get Shang Tsung and, and Beta Actus May 19th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Let's fucking go. This let me ask you this. Go. Y'all are both parents. Would you let your children play this game? My son plays the shit out of Mortal Kombat 11 now. Yeah, see, Such a I great game. Mind. And it's it's weird, right? Oh, because you think like all right. Mortal Kombat can't get any more gruesome. That trailer was more gruesome than Eleven, and Eleven is gruesome as hell. And I'm like, bro, like, how the heck? Like, it's so weird. Half, and he gurgled all the way down. Man, it's it. The CG trailer looks great, uh, and that's so. It looks like we are starting over to history in time, under Liu Kang as the god of fire instead of raiden as the god of thunder it doesn't look like raiden is a god at all it looks like he's just a regular person in this one. Oh wow so the, everything started over so yes it's a reboot but it's also a sequel at the same time we haven't seen uh it looks like we're back to like the base amount of characters so far like there wasn't that many characters shown at all Probably got paid for them and not unlock them like the old days. Well, hopefully it'll bring back the old days where you got to unlock them by playing the whole story mode. Oh, that would be cool. Instead of buying them. That'd be nice. And then you're just paying paying for like assist characters because apparently this game may have some kind of assist system. Uh, Not tag team, but more like... Yeah, they have assists. Yeah, so like... uh, like Capcom versus Marvel. You pull a character out to do an attack. We don't know if it's going to be like combo, one ability type move. We don't know that, but we know they pull assist out. Uh, Jay Leo said, had the power to rewrite history and decide to bring Shang Tsung back unless he somehow made himself a necessary constant during the GLC. So there, yeah, there was something about that uh, in the story. Like, you couldn't the way that time to work even if he got rid of Shang Tsung or certain people. Like they tried so many times to try to fix history by getting rid of certain people and it always messed up. And the only thing that actually fixed it was Raiden sacrificing himself and giving his powers to Liu Kang. That was the only thing that fixed it. Man. Yeah. Man. So yeah. But no, it seems like it's going to be pretty cool. I can't wait to see uh, gameplay. Definitely think this is going to be a Summer Games Fest, for sure. Uh, super excited about it. Uh, it You know, when it comes to fighting games, 
Mortal Kombat is the story. I love playing the story for Mortal Kombat. Don't know if I'll be competitive in it at all because, you know, so this comes out September 19th. I think they're giving themselves a good window between the release of Street Fighter 6 and then Tekken comes out next year, early next oh, year. Oh. Yeah, I want to say it's like January or something. So you have a good like three month window between each game to really discover. I don't know. I mean, we won't know until it comes out. So you got like a three month window between each game to really figure out which one is going to be your fighter, if not all of them. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Great summer. Going to be a great fucking summer. Jaleel said he's going to tell everyone I play that they suck. (laughs) (laughs) See, in Mortal Kombat, you can do that. But you can do it through different means of fatalities, brutalities, mercies, friendships. Mm. You have the option to do that without saying anything. They also did say that they're going to be changing up the buttons a little bit here as well. The the gameplay mechanics is going to be changing. Well, you know, Mortal Kombat pretty much has done that in like every single one. They've always introduced something new. So I do wonder if this one is going to add more stuff or take stuff more away to make it a simpler. But I do expect there to be a plethora of characters by the end of, you know, its lifetime. Uh... The assist this is an assist fighter so you do get to pull characters in to assist you now from what we can tell is that they're called cameo fighters and they're not gonna we though cameo characters aren't gonna be playable characters so if you you know you haven't played 11 do we even know if Jax's daughter is gonna be there jackie or Johnny Cage and Sonya's daughter, Cassie Cage, do they even exist anymore? Probably not, because everybody in this timeline's young. Mm-hmm. So did they somehow find a way to survive the rewriting history and are coming back to make sure they exist? <laughs> like we don't know. I don't know. Well, who knows what the story's gonna be, but Luke Kang looks dope as the fire god. Man. When he did that in eleven, I was like, Oh, this is fucking epic. So now we gotta wait. Hmm? Go ahead, Lily. I was say they do change the buttons. I'm just gonna mash them all anyway. <laughs> click, 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 click. Exactly. The fact that we get to see Sub Zero and Scorpion together, like, uh, yeah, their redesigns look look so sick though. Like, they look dope. They do look cool. Um, and we'll know more at Summer Game Fest, which it'll be maybe. In June. June. June 12th, 13th, one of those days. Man. And to say, and, and you to say there's not that much news today. What? <laughs> right. I was just kidding, bro. I knew there was a lot of news. <laughs> uh, when is Summer Game Fest? June 8th. Gosh, June, Damn, 8th. June 8th. Right around the corner. Right around the corner, yep. And then, yeah, we got PlayStation Showcase May 24th. Oh, and then last thing as well. Speaking of fighters, Street Fighter 6 open beta is this weekend. Make sure you get on uh, tomorrow, actually. So make sure you go ahead and log on Capcom ID, get your account registered, select your platform so you can get access to the open beta. And this is going to be the beta that released earlier with multiple characters, not the demo that came out with just the two characters. So this one will have multiple characters in it. Yep, everybody's gonna be playing. 
Except for me, I won't be home, unfortunately. And that <laughs> is it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. We already talked about games coming out this week on Monday, but for those that missed it, you got Trackmania, Humanity, Firmament, The Outlast Trials, and Lego 2K Drive, which is the racer that looks fantastic. That comes out tomorrow as well. And shoot, is it seventy dollars? Because if it's seventy dollars, like bro, I can't can't buy no games. Nope, it's sixty dollars. Sixty dollars. Okay, wait a minute. Why there's so many different prices? It says ninety-nine. No, that's gotta be different. Okay, wait. So it's sixty-four to sixty-five dollars. There's a mid-tier now, guys. What the hell? <laughs> so the $65 on Xbox Series X and S. PlayStation 5 is $65. On PlayStation 4 and is it even on regular on Xbox One it's 54. So okay, wow. There's so many different tiers. So regular Xbox One is $55. Regular PS4 it's $60. Xbox Series X and S is $65. PlayStation 5 is $65. And then the special editions or whatever they are is $100 and on Switch is $60. Why the fuck is there so many different uh Lego 2K Drive? It's like a cart rate. It, it it's dope. We looked at it uh, on Monday, but I can show it to you here cuz it it's, okay, maybe it, you just got to pay for the graphic difference. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I mean, but graphical difference. That's what it seems like, to be honest. Like, you're paying for the performance. Up to six players online? That sounds fun. Uh, where is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, that would be cool on game night. Oh, yeah, uh, there's a few people playing that right now. The Lego or the Outlast? So yeah, that's multiplayer. Up to four players play together. That looks like a lot of fun, to be honest with you. But oh. I'm interested to find out if it's um, you, like a one-time play. You play it one time and then you're done with it. Or is it going to be like Dead by Dead Daylight where you can play it for hours? I mean, I think it'll be for hours because, I mean, it's online. How many LEGO games are online? Yeah, baby. I don't know the answer to that. Exactly. It looks cool, man. I want to race as a burger. <laughs> race as a burger. <laughs> but yeah, we oh, checked this, check this out on Monday. Monday. They are about to release a Nicolas Cage character. Well, Nicolas oh, Cage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah, so Dead Light Daylight, Dead by Daylight. <laughs> It's a day by deadlight. <laughs> <laughs> they know what you meant. <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. So there is DLC coming for uh, Dead by Daylight, and it is Nicolas Cage playing himself in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's a monster. Uh, let, let me find another trailer because this is. No, he's himself. So usually, you know, with uh, Dead by Daylight, the DLC is the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. But this is a character, human. He's the DLC. It would have been funny if it was the killer. <laughs> if Nicolas Cage was the killer? A little vampire from that recent movie he did. 
<laughs> oh, what was that movie? Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it looks funny as hell. It is. I watched <laughs> half of it, and it was. It did was they do a reveal point. trailer for this? In they theaters? did. They did. Well, yeah, they did. It was on Twitter. You Here saw half of it in theaters. theaters? No, I didn't see half of it in theaters. Oh, I was about to say, like, ha this movie's funny. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did see like one third of. Uh, what was it? Black Widow. That was that was sad. Oh, you didn't like, enjoy it. Part? No, I, felt... reality. Oh, oh, I can't gosh, say I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was <laughs> So yeah, they got a trailer for Nicolas Cage. Crazy. Some good graphics. Things, Learn more on July fifth. Oh, wow. We got to wait a month and a half. I mean, they got to finish getting everything together. <laughs> they they got to wait till summer game fest is over. Oh. But the, I don't even. One of his little powers would be like, like throwing bees. You just hear him say, not the bees, not the bees. Not the bees. Yeah, it's wild. I'm still a fan of Dead by Daylight, so we'll see. You know, Nicolas Cage is going to make people play it for sure, just by him being in it. <laughs> Very but uh yeah so next episode monday yeah monday all right so monday's episode should be me yano and rainbow kisses uh yeah and if you guys want to see these lovely faces again where can they find you guys you can find me yano nick over at nk underscore yano nick over at twitter or over at twitch.tv forward slash Yanonick, where I will be debuting and making a return to Twitch as soon as I'm done making a move. Uh, Lily, where can we find you? You can find me here on the Night Kids podcast. Sorry, I don't stream anymore. You guys <laughs> gotta deal with it. Also, uh, on Twitter at Lily Masumi, and also don't forget 50% off at my shop because I am shutting it down. So, put in your order if it's not just... done. Trying to find your, uh, follow your camera. I know it's it's been twerking and tweaking <laughs> the whole time. What well, uh, the, pro- said- the new program is not meant for this camera. I swear. <laughs> what is, what is uh, did you put the stuff up already, for sale? Yeah, I did it last Friday. Oh, it was last Friday. I thought you said it was gonna be the middle of this week. No, I, I put it as Monday, but I was like, wait, I'm not doing this on Friday. So I went ahead and just put everything on half off on uh, on Friday. Oh, bet. Okay, I'm going to have to hop on there and re-up on some bunch of beard oils. Cool. It's there. Right. <laughs> I will be on there soon. Uh, But yeah. So yeah, you can uh find me here. Right here. <laughs> right here on Night Kids After Dark, Team Night Kids Twitch channel, Mondays and Thursdays. I don't have time to do much else but this and then spend time with my family and play games. So yeah, streaming is kind of hard these days, but I get to, I get to be here with you guys. So that's great. But uh, yeah, Enjoy it. until next time, this has been Night Kids After Dark Podcast where gamers discuss gamer things every Monday and Thursday live 8.30 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash team night kids. And we will see you next week, guys. Later. Bye.